you're watching online, I'd like to welcome you. If you're physically present in this auditorium, I welcome you as well. Um, this has been one of the most um, fulfilling trips, I'm telling you, so far for me. I'll tell you why. And that's the reason why I actually picked Akure first to come to. I'll tell you why. Your hunger in this place pulls in the direction of the anointing every time. Your hunger. And it's also largely because your pastor is a man of the spirit. I'd like you all to celebrate Pastor Juwan. Great job. Sometimes when I come here, in my mind, I'm like, is it this young man that is pastoring all these plenty of people? I'm like, ah, this guy has, he has capacity. going to take that to a whole new level. Tonight is actually for you. Alright, let me just quickly get into my teaching. Earlier in the morning, I, or in the afternoon, I taught about, I'll make this very sharp, I taught about the anointing. And I said that the anointing is where? in you and where come on let me hear you say the anointing of God is where and where the anointing of God is where and where say it one more time the anointing of God is where and where for the last time say it one more time the anointing is where and where do you believe that? Do you believe that? So shout it, I'm anointed. Tonight, in the short time that I have, I would be teaching on the subject of the anointing. I want you to listen very closely to me. And I pray that the Holy Spirit, I can see it right here, my, my, it's very short, I promise you, very short, so that we can have time to flow in the Spirit which is the most important thing that I believe the Holy Ghost wants to do here tonight. But I want, you to, I want to build the basis for what I'm about to teach so that by tomorrow when I start talking about the gift of the Spirit, you can have a free understanding and a very good understanding of the workings of this gift. You know, on Friday, or pardon me, on Sunday at Ikeja, I spoke about the person of the Holy Spirit. I spoke about the Trinity. And then yesterday, I spoke and focused on praying in the Spirit. And tonight, I'm teaching about the, the Holy Spirit and the anointing. And I want you to pay very close attention to that. If you open to the book of Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, 
Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Scripture says that, speaking about Jesus, it says, Jesus was declaring right here, speaking, it says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to, what? Preach the gospel to the poor, number one. Number two, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Number three, to proclaim liberty to the captive. Number four, the recovery of sight to the blind. And number five, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And so if you look at the scripture, Jesus says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. So that means when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you or rests upon a man's life, it comes as an impartation of the anointing. Now, like I said earlier in the morning, that many people, when you think of the word, um, the anointing, what comes to your mind sometimes is the anointing oil. For some people, it is fire. For some people, it is wind. For some people, it is a dove. But these are, let me use the word, figurative expressions of the Holy Spirit. Yes, in the Bible, the Bible talked about Jesus. If you open your Bible to Luke chapter 3 and verse 22. Luke chapter 3 and verse 22. Thank you, Lord. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove. You need to underline that word, like a dove. Like, 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 like a dove upon him. And so there are many people who swing to the other side of the pendulum and say that the only time the Holy Spirit comes is when you see the white doves. Then that means the Holy Spirit is here. But what they were talking about here for Jesus was that he came upon him like a dove. So yes, it's a figurative expression. If I have another word, you can borrow me with it. But that's what it looks like. It's not as though the Holy Spirit, every time you see a dove, then you say that's the Holy Spirit right there. No. Another time in the scripture, you would see in Luke chapter 3 and verse 16. Luke chapter 3 and verse 16. And Jesus and John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to lose. He says, it would baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now, if you remember in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, pardon me, Acts chapter 2, the Bible says, and cloven thongs of fire sat upon each and every one of them that was present. Now, that was also like a figurative expression, a figurative look of the Holy Spirit. So there are times where the Holy Spirit in the Bible would come in form of a dove. For example, you saw that with the case of Jesus. Number two, in the times where the apostle where at the upper room and the 120 of them prayed. The Bible says cloven tongues of fire sat upon each and every one of them present. Now, another type of way you'll see is the anointing oil. The oil. You see, this is the one that has been bastardized the most. And yes, it is an indication of a consecration into an office which is established by the Holy Spirit. But many people think that when you see any bottle that has oil inside, the Holy Spirit is the bottle there. 
then the vegetable oil, then it means we have been eating up the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's a form. It's a form. And this is why meetings like this are very important. And when we have meetings like this, we can bring doctrinal balance. And that's the reason for the feast. Every time we have the feast, we pull people back from excesses. Just like Ken Hagen taught us, Ken Hagen says that the best place to be is not at the other side of the pendulum. Just stay right there, in the middle of it. Because sometimes we swing to one side of the pendulum and another side of the pendulum. It's just like what has happened to the bottle of water. Some people think that the only time you see water, the Holy Spirit is water oil. Is, uh, is that water oil? What's, you know, all sort of things. And yes, while I believe that the Holy Spirit can inspire you sometimes to move in certain directions, I'm not canceling that operation of the Spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I believe I'm telling you something. I was in a meeting one time and a man, of, a man came out to give a testimony. A man of God just passed beside. This man had brain issues and they brought him for the, for the um, prayer meeting, uh, the healing meeting. They were going to operate his brain. The man of God passed beside him. And while the man of God passed beside him, he was swinging his hands like this. He was mad. He was almost running mad, right? Brain issues. And his hands touched the man of God. And the man of God didn't even know anything that happened. And right there, the man paused. And the meeting was going on and stood up and started screaming. I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. So I've seen that operation of the Spirit before. So I'm, we're not bastardizing that and we're not saying, now, the problem is many times people take it into excesses. We now build doctrines out of it. We now build things that the Holy Spirit moved in a manner. Let me tell you something. Somebody shared a very powerful testimony with me this afternoon. I was so blessed. And listen, when he shared that testimony with me, I knew it's an indication of what God wants to do with the new in this coming year. You see, the Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Open it. Mark 16 and verse 17. It says that Mark 16 and verse 17. It says, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. It says, in my name you shall cast out devils. And then it says, they shall speak with new tongues. Let me tell you something. In this year, the new, I wanted to pay just don't worry, Get ready to see the signs of the Lord in your life. Not only would you cast out devils, not only would you speak new tongues, you would also walk in the gift of the Spirit. He says, this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. In my name. Let me tell you something. Jesus did not say, uh, I want to break some spiritual tables right now. He says, Jesus did not say, these signs shall follow those who are Jim Jim Christians. He says, all that you need for the signs to follow is believe in my name. Believe in my name. Do I have believers right here? Do I have believers right here? Then he says, if you are a believer, then it means that the signs can follow you. 
Let me tell you what happened today. And that stirred my faith. And this is how we are going to bring many and thousands of people to the glorious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. A member of the new, in one of our the new churches in Lagos, and called me this evening and shared a very powerful testimony with me. He said that he took some of his clients and they went to do a site inspection of some properties that he was selling. And so they got to a place and some of the clients were in that place and they got down and when they got down, they went to buy drinks so that they can have something to drink. And so while they were buying the drinks at the kiosk where they were buying it, he looked at the other side and he saw somebody sort of like a turmoil and chaos going on and somebody was screaming. So at first he thought maybe, you know, people were just misbehaving and things were going on. So he looked further, he asked the person who was selling for him and said, what is going on there? He said, she doesn't know as well. So they looked in that direction and the mother of a child, apparently a little boy, had just passed out. So the mother of the child carried him and started calling his name, Waib, Waib, Waib. Waib, so she was crying and calling his name, Waib, Waib, Waib. And this guy was right there. He, took, he, was, he was waiting at the place where, so he saw all of those turmoil that was going on and just instinct, you know, the Bible says in Ezekiel that the spirits drive at me when they are spoken unto me. It was telling me after the conversation that, you know, yesterday when we talked about prayer, he prayed when we had morning meeting this morning and we we're praying that he was praying, praying, it was driving, but it was plugged in, it was just praying, praying, praying. You see, listen, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I told you something yesterday, your tongues, your praying here, praying there, it never goes to waste. Because sometimes you need that level to stir you into certain things. So he said he stood right there and all he could think of was he grabbed the water that was in his hand that he was about to buy and ran and charged towards where they were. There were thousands of people, a lot of people there crying with the boy, wake up, wake up, da 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 da. And you see, when you are drunk and intoxicated, you are drunk. <laughs> when, when, see, when the Holy Spirit fills you to the overflow, he says he didn't know what happened to him. He just ran. Let me tell you something. I know the guy very well. On a normal day, what he did, he would not do it. He wouldn't do it. He said he ran towards that direction and took the baby and put the baby. He was praying in the spirit. He poured the water on the baby. He was laying his hands on the baby, praying in the spirit. Everybody was still screaming, hey, let's go to the hospital. They were crying. As he started praying in the spirit, people there to join him and started praying. They started praying. And he was praying in the name, praying in tongues. Listen, ah, you know, I taught you yesterday to pray in tongues. Akura, if you didn't hear anything, those watching online, if you didn't hear anything, one thing you must hear in this conference, this season, is praying in the spirit. It says he prayed in the spirit, the boy wouldn't come back to life. Praying, 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 praying. All of a sudden, they carried the baby, he was with the baby, and they ran into the car, and he was praying over the baby. And while they got to the hospital, as they took the baby into the emergency ward, the baby came back to life. <laughs> and the baby started crying. When they gave the baby injection again, started crying. Do you see? He sent me a message. He says, Pastor P.S., the fourth is real. The fourth is real. The fourth is real. I told you yesterday about the fourth man in the fire. Let him follow you everywhere in the year 2022. 
Let him lead you. Let him go with you. The signs shall follow them that believe in my name. In my name, they would cast out demons. You know, as I'm speaking right now, certain people have been impacted with the gift of faith. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> now then, still talking about the anointing of God upon Jesus Christ's life and the anointing upon. In the book of Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 11. Let's read from verse 2. Isaiah 11 and verse 2. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 11 and verse 2. Let's read this together, everybody. One, two, ready, and read. The spirit of... Wait, 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 wait. Don't be in a hurry to read it. Read it again. One, two, ready, and read. And the spirit of the Lord shall what? Shall what? Now, let me tell you something. The spirit within, like I said to you in the morning, is for your daily life. The spirit upon is for service. That which God has called you to do. If you're called to ministry, if you're called to banking, if you're called to finances, if you're called to health, if you're called to technology, there is a spirit upon you that can make you outstanding. There is a spirit upon you that helps you serve in the capacity of which you have been called to. And this is a scripture about Jesus saying right here, because Jesus was called based on what we read in, in, in Luke chapter 4 verse 18. We saw the manifestation, a manifesto of Jesus right there. Now, if you look at verse 2 of the scripture, it says, The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Number one, the Spirit of wisdom. Number two, the Spirit, number one, the Spirit of the Lord. Number two, the Spirit of wisdom. Number three, the Spirit of understanding. Number four, the Spirit of counsel. Number five, the Spirit of might. Number six, the Spirit of, the, of knowledge. And number seven, the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. Let me tell you something. The Spirit of the fear of the Lord, I always like to teach this one. Many people think the Spirit of the fear of the Lord is that you'll be fearing God. Say, oh God, I'm scared of God. That's not what it means. The Spirit of the fear of the Lord actually means the Spirit of humility. I think it's also Revelation chapter 4 verse 5. Open it for me. Revelation chapter 4 and verse 5. I think that's it. Aha. You saw, we read seven spirits right there. Same Holy Spirit. It says, And out of the throne proceeded lightning and thunderings and voices, and there are seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Let's go back there again. To, Revel um, to Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 2. Isaiah 11 and verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel, might, the Spirit of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. Now, that Spirit is the anointing of God upon Jesus. And every believer not can not will not should every believer has this in their life the problem is in the realms of the things of the spirit you only function based on what you are aware about I, if i had time i would have thought about the seven things but not today 
You function based on what you are, based on your awareness. Now, what is the anointing then? And for the sake of tonight, I'm focusing on the anointing upon your life for what God has called you to do in the year 2022. That's what I'm focusing on. What is then the anointing? The Lord gave me three definitions for this conference. And I'm going to just tell you those definitions and explain a bit and they will flow in the spirit. The first definition the Lord gave me, it says, I've never heard this before. He gave me as I was praying, I was writing it down. He says, the anointing is the power of God that produces results. The anointing is the power of God that produces results. You look at a man's life and you can clearly see that there is something else at work in his life. You look at a woman's life and you can clearly know that there's something else at work in that life. It's the power of God that produces results. And guess what, children of God? You can carry that power in your career. You can carry that power in your business. You can carry that power in your finances. You can power that car, power, carry that power in your academics. You can carry that power in your relationship. It's the power of God that produces results. You can carry that power in your ministry. The power of God that produces results. Results that are not man-made. The type that men might not be able to understand but was established by God himself. That's the anointing. Number two, the anointing is a divine enablement that enforces your spiritual supernatural position. It's a divine enablement that enforces your supernatural position. Let me say it again. It's, a, it's your divine enablement that enforces your supernatural position. Some of you they are saying things that, uh, you know, one day in Ikeja we're praying. And while we're praying, someone saw a vision and we saw, I, I don't have time to go into the details of like a box filled with gold coins. And I started to explain certain things about, you know, um, uh, what's that word again? Um, Holy Spirit help me. When somebody takes somebody's position, what's that word? All right, you, uh, interpret what I just said. Interpret it by yourself. <laughs> but I, I started talking about the fact that, and what I saw is that, let me tell you something. I need three guys to come. Let me show you. Pastor John, you came yourself. That's a smart move. Asian words ever true. Changing me and changing you. We have come with open arms. Oh, let the age. Now, these are three people. Let me use an example, not in real life, but <clears throat> this guy is the rightful owner 
Can I get three chairs? That would, that would pass the message more. Three chairs. All right. Everybody wants to come up. I just have to come. This is the axis of the anointing. So t- give them three chairs. Three chairs. All right. Now watch this. Please, both of you sit. Three of you sit. Watch this. I said that the anointing is a divine enablement that enforces your supernatural position. Now watch this. For the sake of explanation, this guy has certain deep inheritance that he ought to have come into maybe based on family, uh, maybe based on certain things that he ought to have entered into. Now, because of certain things, this position was taken from him. Please stand there. And when this position was taken from him, other people, please come, sit half, halfway. Watch this. Then came and took the position from him. Now, is wandering up and down the earth. Because what was rightly, rightfully meant for him is no longer there. He's been yunked out of that place. Now, when the anointing of God comes upon your life as a fragrance, as what we call grace, as a divine enablement, a divine power of the Spirit, I call it the force of the Spirit. When that anointing comes upon the life of a man, remember I said to you yesterday, the anointing can take you from the back of the line, a nobody, and can make you somebody, and having no question from nobody. What would then happen is that by the force of the Spirit, the anointing, if this position wasn't rightfully meant for them, would force them out. A divine force of the Spirit let me tell you what happens when a man is truly anointed the anointing of God will carry the favor the power the might of God because that's the anointing and then it would bring that which wasn't even part of the package for it makes me lie down in green pastures see that for it makes me lie down in green pasture that's the anointing brother sister lift your hands and say I'm anointed tonight a divine enablement that enforces your position tonight what is meant for you is being enforced right now just because I didn't pray in tongues, don't think that prayer was very, it's carry power. I say it again, tonight, your positions are enforced right now. And this guy right here, when the anointing of God is upon his life, it's not looking as though things are just working for him. Things are just easy for him. Things are, it's a fragrance, it's an anointing that is upon his life. 
Thank you, sirs. Please put your hands together for them. Number three, what's the anointing? It's the force of establishment in your calling. The anointing is the force of establishment in your calling. It's the force of establishment in your calling. When the anointing of God is upon your life, it makes things easy. There is no struggle and straining and just, you know, listen, I, I always tell people this. When you see too much struggle and just trying to also, and I hate that word with a passion, with the also our also. What does that even mean? What does also our also mean? I don't, don't use that word again. Man, that's hustle now. I'm not hustling with you. I'm a blessed man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. The blessing of the Lord is upon me. The blessing is all that God is, all that God has, and all that God can do. All that God is, all that God has, and all that God can do. <laughs> I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in my going out. I'm blessed in my coming back. I'm blessed when I sleep. I'm blessed when I eat. I'm blessed when I dance. I'm blessed when I run. I'm blessed when I read. I'm blessed at work. I'm blessed in my business. I'm just blessed. I can't apologize for my blessing. I'm just blessed because Christ has blessed me with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. I'm blessed. Tell the devil, sound it to the ends of the earth, be unapologetic about it, I'm a blessed man. You must learn how to believe in the power of the blessing and the curse. When somebody says you are cursed, everybody is just under pressure. Do you know what the blessing is? It neutralizes the curse and adds more. You didn't hear what I just said to you. It neutralizes the curse and had more blessings and add more goodness and add more mercy and add more favor and add more to your life. Let me tell you something. If a man is cursed and he gets blessed, what happens is that the, the, the curses is neutralized and the blessing now goes and calls his other brother. Goodness, mercy, joy, favor, opportunities, open doors. They gather themselves together and come to the life of a man. I'm blessed. This is why David understood that. David said, my cup has not exalted as a unicorn. He says, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. What did David understand about fresh oil? It meant that at some point, sometimes, you see, you know, I was saying something earlier in the morning, that some of the things and, and things that we get involved with sometimes wear out certain things in our lives. One of which is chit-chatting, just talking every time. You need to learn how to keep quiet. Let me tell you one that will wear the anointing of God out of your life. Gossiping. Because God can't trust your mouth. You can't say the same mouth you are using to gossip is the same mouth you are saying, God said the Lord. Which one? One has to give. You want the anointing of God to flow up in your life? Stop gossiping. That's for somebody. Did you hear me? One of the ways that you should learn 
is don't get too involved with some things. Know your path and follow it. Don't be trying to do everything. Listen, if you carry your grace to a place that is not your place, it will turn to disgrace. So, I know my place. I'm not trying to... Today, you know, when we're coming, Maya and um, David were talking to me about something and they wanted me to do something in music, da-da-da-da-da. Just, you see, what happens to me when I come and sing... I don't sing, I raise songs. Let's not mix it. My own is not voice. I just raise songs. And trust me, I don't cram those songs. It's my personal worship life that you are seeing in the open. That's how God gives me songs. I just keep singing them. So it was talking about something they wanted me to do. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's not in my grace. I want to be dragging Mike with David. You want to disgrace me? <laughs> It's not, so, you see, when you know certain things that is not cut out for you, stop trying to do everything. Tomorrow you are Baba. Tomorrow you are... Where does the anointing want to rest now? <laughs> Today you are Baba. Tomorrow you are influencer. Next tomorrow you are makeup artist. Next tomorrow you are now between, say, it's real estate. Every, okay, where would the anointing rest now? Allow the thing stay first. That's for somebody... <laughs> Let me tell you another thing. If you want the anointing of God to rest upon your life, you want to see grace in certain areas of your life. Don't despise what you desire. Just because people are despising what you desire, don't despise it. Ah, this is a message on its own. All these rich, rich people, they are just useless in this nation. But you desire to be rich. And you are despising it. How does he enter into your life? My wife always laughs at me. Every time we're driving, and I drive very good cars. But every time we're driving, and I see a senior colleague. You know senior colleague? A senior car colleague. Senior car. As the car is coming, and he wants to enter my front. And we even say... Where are you going to? I will park and say, Let me be seeing the brake lights as he's just doing. As he's shining let me <laughs> let me just be seeing it. There are some cars I don't grieve for. Stay <laughs> my back, they my back. But the nice one, they my front. <laughs> you attract what you desire. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. All the new pastors in front rise. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Are you ready to take cities for God? Thank you, Lord. The Lord said, all the new pastors here, those also watching online, the Lord says that in the fourth year, 
it would be putting upon our lives by proxy an apostolic unction. It says that that grace would be to establish and enforce kingdoms and territories. The Lord says to say to every new pastor that it would not just be in your teaching alone, but in your presence. The presence right there means the stature. And what I saw in the spirit right now, every new pastor, lift your hands to God. I saw, you know what you see where that um, influencer thing where you, where people are doing like this, they throw clothes like this, throw clothes like this, throw clothes like this, and then I enter, then they see the clothes. That's exactly what I saw. I saw you come into a new cloth. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for Let me tell you why I started singing that song. It wasn't for you. But I started hearing songs of thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of multitudes of people who many of you would also carry evangelistic grace. Crusades are coming back, said the Spirit of the Lord. And in those crusades, there will be thousands of people. And it's going to be so powerful that it will not even be peers going for those crusades alone. Some of you will take cities. And there will be thousands and multitudes of people singing, Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord say that the harvest is truly ripe. And the Holy Ghost, the Lord of the harvest, has gone on behalf in this fourth year. So pastors, get ready. Get ready to move in might. Get ready to move in power. Get ready. Listen to this one. Get ready to take your cities for God. And I see thousands of young people gathering together. Pastor Juwan, next year we can do the feast year. Pastor Laddie, get ready for explosion. Pastor Victor, the key is handed to you. Pastor Debbie, the Palasai, Kaushetanamaha, Koparaten, Stelabanketes, Pishekandalabaha, keys, 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 Saradabakatalabaha, Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. I see thousands of people in crusades. And I see female voices roaring in those crusades. I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, 2022 is the year of females. Roar in the Spirit right now. Make a roar. Listen, what the Lord is doing to anoint women would not be hijacked. It would not be hijacked. It would not be hijacked by any extreme groups. It would not be hijacked. Now we destroy the agendas. We destroy the agendas. Play the keys for me. Parakata paratelas. Arika tande kositra pantalagatis zakei shalaga ikabalai tais talaba rekai ngaparatela bantalaba 
will not be attacked in the name of Jesus. There will be female ministers, female apostles, said the Lord of hosts, female evangelists, female business owners, female CEOs. Are you ready for the year of glory? 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 Glory, 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 glory. It will not be hijacked. God will do that which he wants to do using women. We will rise in your name. Every new female, I lay my hands on you. That's the power of the Lord right there. That's the glory of the Lord. Karakata sabarakata labaha. Adonai. You reign. Lift an eye. Say, We will rise. In your name. A prophetic word right there prophecy. Nigerian campuses. Be ready for invasion. Pastors, look at me. The new pastors. The Lord said to tell you all, in 2022, the Lord told me, gave me a marching order. I heard it very clearly now. It says, invade the north. I heard that right now. It says, invade the north. There's going to be a massive revival. And that's why in this season, we're going to need more pastors. We're going to need more resident pastors. Some of you are not actually resident pastors. You're actually not pastors, local assembly pastors. You are movements. So we hurry those who need to take those positions. We hurry you to the front now. Come! Come, 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 come. <laughs> so that we can give way for some of us to move into the harvest. Pastor Ladi, are you ready for media? Are you ready? For 2022, are you ready? Acts entertainment media are you ready all right let the anointing of god rest upon you right now right now right now anyone on the sound of my voice that you are called to the media mountain lift your hands let the power of god for supernatural contents that influences and invade cultures of the current times let that grace now rest upon you right now 
Thank you, Jesus. Please be seated. Let me close. As I promised, I'm going to lay my hands on everybody tonight. Wow, Akura's, let me tell you something. Because tomorrow is celebration service doesn't mean we're just going to preach one small word and say, so God is good. What a conference. God bless you. See you in Lagos. Ah. Tomorrow's zone. And I, I believe you should come early because this is going to be torn apart here. So come early and remember the impulse of the Spirit. Now, what does the anointing do? I say it right here. It's a divine ordination for service. A divine ordination for service. When the anointing of God comes upon a man's life, sometimes they anoint you by oil, but sometimes the anointing is already... See, I don't want to go into that teaching because I'll need more time to explain if I say that statement. So, and I don't have that time. But... When the anointing of God came upon David's life, he became another man. It's that same anointing. In a, in a higher dimension of its operation, will rest upon you tonight. Number two is the anointing is the thing that breaks the yoke. It's what breaks the yoke. Isaiah 10 verse 27 Isaiah 10 and verse 27 as hands have been laid tonight you know scripture says that you should stir up the gift of God that was put in you by the laying of hands of the trees. as hands are going to be laid physically and e, e laying <laughs> for those watching online let me tell you something you that believe it or not, but the you that entered into this room is not the you that is going back. Now, now, watch this, watch this. If you don't want hands to be laid on you, don't come outside. Because if you come outside, let me tell you what is going to happen. You cannot contend with God again, no. I'll just say it to you. Because some of you, you'll be sleeping and you'll be praying in tongues. The things you have been, that you've loved, it will die. Those things that are not for Christ, anti-Christ. Your passion for the gospel will be so stirred. Pastor Joel, we are taking the city for God. The new, we are taking Akure for God. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The words and they that dwell therein. For he has founded upon the seas and established upon the floods. Who shall ascend to the hills of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He that has a clean hand and a pure heart. Now watch this. Write this down. Those of you are in Lagos, those of you in Lagos, those of you here, and you can key and believe in it. The Lord says to say, that 2022 would be a year of landed properties. Not only 
for the new as a church. We're going to get properties. But the Lord says, many people believe this word right now. Every word that was given in Feast 2020 happened. This word cannot fall to the ground. As I'm speaking it, I literally can see angels carrying it to fulfill it. Believe this prophet I say to you. By this time next year, many of you would have properties. Landed properties. Believe that word. Rejoice over that word. Rejoice over that word. Rejoice over that word. Churches. Let me tell you something. Churches. Pastors. God will send men to you and will give you properties. Lands. You say there is a there is a land somewhere in Gombe. We are not planting church in Gombe. I know. Come and take it. There is a land somewhere in. Let me tell you something. There are certain lands that have been eating for you. You think Lagos is already there's no space again. It's a lie. Your property is somewhere in the center. You will locate it in the name of Jesus now. Keys to new doors. You will never something the spirit right now oh Ikeja the feast oh boy <laughs> Ikeja are you really ready for this flood of the spirit Lekki are you ready <laughs> I, I saw in the spirit right now I saw a woman this part of the body the stomach part and I saw that there's been some disruption particularly when it comes to the reproductive organ. And while I sang that song, I saw the angel of the Lord fixing it right now. Rejoice and carry your baby right now and rejoice. At this time, Feast 2022, we are dedicating that baby. Believe that word. Believe that word. Believe that word. Everybody write this down. Believe that word. Believe that word. Come on, Rich. We are dedicating that baby. Helens. Is somebody under the sound of my voice? I don't know if you're here. But your dad has a stroke. Anybody, if you're here or you're watching online, come. If you're if you're here, oh you, man of God. Ah, so I told you I was coming for you. You will never. I'm just going to lay my hands on that part because what I saw. Oh, is it this part? The right part. standing gap for his father. Let it be fixed 
now Any brain, any family member with any brain surgery? Brain surgery? Brain surgery, if you're anybody in your family, can come out. Brain. Brain. If you're watching online, if you're there right now, I lay my, I stretch forth my hands right now, and I command that sickness to disappear, and that brain to normalize right now. Are you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Sorry, come closer. Thank you, Jesus. Never again. Practically only. In the name of Jesus. How excellent is your name, oh God. You too? everybody and I know most people might want to come out but it's, it's, it's very, I want you to listen while I stood right here and I raised that song, all through this feast, your thirst is like you came to say, you were coming and in your mind you were like I see so much of myself in peers and there's something I want to draw that's why, there's something it's not for everybody, please, I beg you in the name of the Lord, it's not for everybody that if you are that person Please come out. It's not for everybody, please. I, I know that it's not for everybody.
sit. I know our time is fast spent. What we're going to do, Pastor John, when it's time for me to lay hands, we just bring people out one after the other like that. Sit down. Let me share a quick story with everybody. Remember it said that the anointing breaks the yoke. Anything? Okay. The anointing breaks the yoke. Let me share a story with you. Some months ago, I want everyone to listen to this. I think this was maybe six months ago. One of our members in the new called me. I said, what's wrong with you? She sounded very low. She's always very excited. I said, Yes, I don't know what is going on. I said, well, tell me about it. Look at me, everyone. It's very important that you listen to this. She said, she woke up and she was sleeping and then she woke up. Wait a minute. The Holy Ghost is saying something to me. run, run, run. Thank you, God. Run. Thank you, Father. All glory. All glory. Pastor Victor, you know, I know you are a pastor, but I see an evangelistic grace on your life. I see it more. I, 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 I sense that that's, you see, we focus on the anointing part time. You know that, right? But I see that's what God wants to do with you right now in this season. I see that going, sending territories, cities, evangelistic. That's what I see. And the gateways will open. It would be, you know, the Bible talks about how Jesus taught and signs and wonders followed. It would be with a strong teaching grace, but yet a power gift that cannot, that cannot be, people will literally know that there is, ah, one of the things, the gift of healings will be so strong upon your life so strong that you would be as though you would get a hundred percent result in certain illnesses and i see the lord saying it's a season of the field 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 and i see harvests in that field get ready for that get ready for that should i call you evangelist <laughs> but get ready for that that's the face Get ready for that. Get ready for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Is this the new? Hallelujah. Are you supernatural? Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! 
let me close. Now, this lady came to me and called me on the phone. I said, what's going on? She said she had a dream, a part of me. She slept. And when she slept, she woke up, real life. And as she woke up, she looked on the side of her bed and she saw a dead bed. B-I-R-D. Not bed, B-E-D. A dead bird. Just right by her side. And so she started to wonder. The um, windows are locked. The door is shut. How would a bed lie beside me? I want you to hear the story very well. So she called me and told me about it. I said, don't worry, everything is okay. So she just carried the bed, throw the bed away. So that day, I didn't see her in church. So I called her. I said, I didn't see you in church. I said, yes, P.S. That about 2 o'clock, she was on the bed, and then all of a sudden, she could no longer stand up. Her body was hard. She couldn't just, she was just there. I asked, have you checked everywhere? Is there louvers open, windows open? said, everywhere, there's no way a bed would enter. And even if a bed enters, the bed will fall on the floor. Why is the bed lying beside me? This is real life story. Why beside me? I woke up and I saw, it's like man and woman sleeping together. Real life. And then she said something. She said, P.S., I'm scared. I said, what happened? Said, her mom called her, but she didn't tell her mom about it. Now, this is what had happened. Doesn't piggyback the story a little bit. A night before then, I was praying around 1 a.m., 12 a.m. So, as I was praying, I just, she just came to my spirit. Listen, pastors and everyone who's called to ministry, we lead not by seven laws of leadership. It is spiritual leadership. <laughs> Leading by the Spirit. You know what jo um, Elisha, Elisha said? He says, wasn't my spirit with you when you went to be this guy? That's how we lead. We lead by the Spirit. And the sheep needs to listen more by the Spirit too. So, what happened is this. Watch this. I just, she just came to my spirit. So I sent her a message. I said, how are you? Are you okay? And I left it there and I slept off. Apparently, she woke up in the middle of the night and saw my message. And as she saw my message, was thinking, okay, P.S. sent me a message at this time. And just the intuition of the spirit, intuition of the spirit, she just felt, I shouldn't go back to bed and sleep. Let me pray. So she started praying. And she prayed. And when she prayed, she slept off. It was that same night, while she slept off, she saw a dead bed by her side. Now, this is what shocked her the most. She said that her mom called her, and she couldn't tell her mom, that, do you know that we just lost your auntie that night? She said, your auntie was sleeping and in the sleep, she just screamed, ah, and started bringing out blood and burst and died. 
that same night, that same hour, she asked her mom, around what time? She said another 2 p.m., that 2 a.m., da, da, da. So this time she had called me. And she had called me and she had told me that she couldn't really stand from the bed. Da, 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 da. P.S., I'm scared. So I went home. After we were done with church, I was so tired. But I felt the prompting of the Spirit to go pray for her. So I called Pastor Debbie. And I called Pastor Dayton. I said, I can't drive. I'm tired. PD, drive me. Pastor Debbie, follow me. So we went to the house. As we entered in there, there was a song already boiling in my spirit. Pastors, when you want to go and deal with spiritual things, don't just go casually. You just finished playing. Yes, do you know, the power of God will not be denied either. But you see, it helps sometimes to build your own faith. Do you get the balance right there? I was singing in my heart. There is power in the name of Jesus. And there is power. We're in the car driving. I was just with them, but I was singing. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. I opened the scripture and I was reading the scripture in my spirit. Break every chain, break every chain. We got in there, we started gisting. Made it very relaxed, we're gisting, gisting. I got the signal of the spirit. Pastors, and not just pastors alone, believers, this sign shall follow them that believe. These things are not only meant for pastors. You can cast out demons. Lift your hands and say, I cast out demons. Oh, you're still sitting down and saying it. Lift your two hands if you're online, screaming with the top of your voice, I cast out devils. Say it very loud. They know my voice. They know my roar. They hear my sound. And they obey my voice. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Number one, they hear my voice. Put it everywhere. They hear my voice. They know my roar. They hear my sound. And they obey my voice. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. They obey my voice. Do you know that if you declare that every morning, you are charged to go out? Number one. They hear my voice. Number two, they know my roar. Number three, they hear my sound. Your sound is not only your voice. If I do cocoa, it's not a sound. If I'm going somewhere and I'm doing cocoa and I'm going, is that not a sound? So when I'm coming, they know I'm coming. And number four, they obey my voice. I cast out demons. And so demons and demonologies and all those things should not be something when we are in church. We are casting out demons and people say, ah, ah, ah. If the demon leaves, it will not enter me. That's rubbish. I cast out demons. Uh, <laughs> I cast out demons. I'm rootless with the devil. Uh, you're not saying it. I'm rootless with the devil. 
God punished the devil, his father-in-law, his brother-in-law, his sister and his loved ones. God punished them put together. I cast them out in the authority of the name of Jesus. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Ah, we have open power in this place. Somebody scream, Jesus! Yay! Let's take this thing higher right now. Somebody scream, Jesus! I feel a crusade anointing. So, Pastors, get ready. This is how we are going to take over the city for God. This is how we are going to take over territories for Jesus. Somebody shout, Jesus! This is how we are going to go to villages. We are going to go to cities. We are going to go to nations. Europe! Yeah, you the word of the Lord. We are coming to you. Somebody shout, Jesus! They know my sound. Roar that sound again. Let them hear. Roar it. And so, as I came in there, I started pacing around. I sat down. I was watching. What was I watching for? I was waiting to get the signal of what God wants me to do. When it comes to ministering as a believer, not just pastors, I want to even be using words pastors again. As a believer, you need to hear the prompting of the Spirit sometimes. You just wait and get the signal. When you feel the anointing, and now the anointing is not a feeling, but it's signal sometimes. Do you get what I'm saying? And sometimes, you will not feel anything, you just have to move by faith. You just have to command by faith. Said in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit. How dare you? There was a boldness that came, audacity. The same way that guy ran to us and charged to us the baby that was there this morning. Charged with audacity. Say, where? Where? Nebo. We are yet again going to see power in a dimension. The church. The new generation has never seen before. Listen, what the Lord told me is the new is going to champion a massive move of God with power in this nation and above the world, across the world. That wonderful name, Jesus. I'm hearing crusade sounds. Pastors, get ready to go out. Go out. We're going to go out. I, I heard, it seems that sometimes Dr. K's anointing has been boxed sometimes with these meetings. We'll bring Dr. K crusade next year. PD, I know you are watching. We are going to buy all this crane, all our sound for crusades. We are moving into crusades next year. Crusades. That wonderful name. And it will not only be pastors, you will be there as well. Let me tell you how we are going to do it. Watch this. We are going to take portions. We'll say, ushers, 
all this area this is for you protocol that axis towards the back end that's for you and you will see a new believer that just joined the new still speaking chinese tongues but casting out demons. come on get out of here 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 in the house like like Godwin, like David, like Marwa, like all the minstrels that we have in the new and the many more that God is raising when they come and blow the shofar first like that one in blue for us yesterday aye, aye, manifestations and I knew what had happened right there thank you Jesus say I cast out demons and tonight as I close say after me I receive fresh oil Say it again. I receive, I receive fresh, oil. fresh oil. One more time. I receive, I receive fresh, oil. fresh oil. The gift of God, gift of God in, my life in my life is stirred up, is stirred up tonight. tonight. The gift of God, gift of God in, my life in my life is stirred up, stirred up. tonight. The spiritual gifts is stirred up in my life tonight. Spiritual gifts have been stirred up 
and my life tonight. If you're at home watching as well, say it after me again. Spiritual gifts have been stirred up in my life tonight. Are you ready? As I begin to lay my hands on you, I want you to get ready, and I want you to come with expectation. The protocols, have you gotten set? Have you gotten everything set? Um, Pastor Bolu, please let's put our hands together. Is the UJCM president? UJCM, okay. UJCM, that's the UJCM of... Okay, well in OAU we call it UJCM, and you guys call it JJ, JJC. I'm just whining, JJCF, all right. <laughs> um, there's going to be a mighty move of the Spirit in the campus. A mighty move of the Spirit on the campus. And God is going to use you to champion that move. It's interesting that he's a member of the new Ikeja. And I I'll tell you something. The grace of the house will spill even on that campus through you. And so get ready for that. And get ready for that. I'm coming back to speak for them at, um, in December or something? December 13th or so on. So. You guys are all invited. You should come. It's going to be a demonstration. I, mean, I don't speak phonetics, so it's power. Because the devil doesn't understand grammar. After all, you know, I just got back from just yeah. You know what the devil understands? Pakatozila pakatalai. 